And the thing that kept coming to me was like, if I put even a 10th of this kind of energy into the work that I do for my own music and my own projects and my own things, um, something might happen. Welcome to the Performers and Creators Lab podcast, where we are empowering an army of artists on the leading edge. My name is Holly Shaw, best-selling author of The Creative Formula, hypnotherapist, and creativity coach. On this weekly show, we're going to be helping you to excel at your craft and find your edge, because it is my belief that your creative mind, open to its own genius, has the power to change the world. You are listening to episode two, how to quit your day job. According to data released by Gallup in 2013, only 13% of employees actually like going to work. That means that there are a lot of people out there feeling unfulfilled and disempowered by what they do with their time 40 to 60 hours a week. What about you? Do you get to do what you love for work? Some artists dream of the day that they can only work at their art and they can be able to chart their day by by what their art calls for spending their time on, you know, refining their technique or creating new pieces, daydreaming, collaborating with cool people, and waking up every day feeling excited. A lot of professional artists would like to quit their day job, but they never do because of fear of not making it, not making enough to live on, but also fear of not being received. Art needs an audience to make it. And so there's a deep fear, I think, of being rejected. Sure, we can fantasize about throwing caution to the wind and just walking out and telling our boss to suck it, but few people do that. Which is why it was so cool when I heard that vocalist Bridget Boyle, whom I had coached a few years ago, was actually making that leap. Bridget Boyle is a singer-songwriter and guitar player based in Oakland. Bridget began singing backup for her mother, Karen Tobin, at the age of seven and working for her father, Tim Boyle, in Hollywood's film scoring studios at 14. It was at that time that she found her creative voice and began writing songs. She sang with the vocal ensemble Kitka for eight years and was also a lead singer and percussionist for the Balkan band Brass Menagerie, for nine years. And then, it was then after that that she really began to lean into her own style of songwriting, singing, and guitar. I had the pleasure of coaching Bridget back in 2014 when she was getting ready to release her first album. Now she's working on her second, and she's embarking on her career in a whole new way. I love Bridget's down-to-earth practical approach to making it as an artist. And so when I found out she was leaving her full-time job as a production manager and pursuing her music career full-time, I thought it would benefit everyone to hear about how she's doing that.
Bridget. You quit your job. <laughs> I can't believe it. Pursuing music full time. Mm-hmm. How many days in are you? How many, how long? It's one month. I mean, I, I, my last day at work was December 29th of 2017. And now here we are, February 1. So it's been one month. So a lot of people, you know, wish they could quit their jobs and pursue their creative passions. And a lot of people have that dream and they just never get around to doing it or they're too afraid or whatever. So I'm totally curious, you know, how did you work up the nerve to do it? And do you mind taking us on a little journey from the time you were first thinking about it to when you were deciding that you were going to do it? And then how did you kind of prepare for that jumping off? Totally. Um, Well, it started, I mean, it's, I've actually, this is not the first time I've left a job thinking I was going to be able to really pursue music. Okay. First couple of times I did it. I, I like, I wasn't ready. I didn't have faith in myself. I wasn't, um, I didn't believe that I could do it. Um, and, and so I kind of ended up having to get back into the working world. Um, mind you, the work that I did was like related to music. It was, you know, as a production manager. And so I was so I've always been involved in music. I don't think any work I would do would not be involved in music, but, um, about, let's see, about four years ago, I worked with you, Holly, and um, had a really great creative um, burst during that time. It was while I was making my first album, um, and it was just, it was such a wonderful um, investment in myself, and that was the first time I had really done that. And then I worked with another creative coach for a minute there. Um, her name is Patricia Morrison. And she was helping me look at like the income structure that I would need to be able to leave my job. And, um, and at that point, I, I wasn't ready, but she gave me some great ideas on, on how to, you know, how to use what the, the talents and the gifts that I have to help other people and be actively pursuing my own music and, and art. Um, and that was, that was very helpful, but I wasn't, again, I wasn't quite ready. So it took, a, um, so after a couple of years after that, um, I started doing the artist's way with a couple friends of mine. And so I was writing morning pages every day and was having a weekly meeting with these two women. And, um, they were both very actively involved in the organization that I just left. And so, um, we were talking a lot about like what it meant to be involved in that organization and how important it was. And, and then I kept saying, you know, I think I'm going to, I think I'm ready to like move into my own music and my own art and my own career. And, um, and I just, I had to do it. Like last April we did this huge project and it nearly killed me. (laughs) And, um, and the thing that kept coming to me was like, if I put even a 10th of this kind of energy into the work that I do for my own music and my own projects and my own things, um, something might happen. And so I finally got up the guts to give them six months notice. And when I did that, um, I didn't know like what I was going to do necessarily and how it was going to look on the other end. Um, and my dad and I started getting to talking and he owns a record label and we both actually own the record label together. And we decided that, um, I would step into working at the label and that would be, um, a nice 
baseline income. And then um, I started building my student base, working on my album. And um, yeah, I just like spent the six months where I was leaving the job really working on like budgeting and figuring out what's going to be responsible and and also what's going to make room for me to be a creative being because it's so important to me it's 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 the center of my well-being for sure yeah well and I love how you um you know it was a gradual thing like you got support with me you got support with another coach who gave you ideas you know it wasn't just like one big decision at one time you did the artist's way you had accountability with friends you know it was sort of this gentle unfolding that that happened so that now you know you feel like this is it seems like it's your natural next step there's a difference between what you how you think things are gonna go like the fantasy of being a creative artist every day and then there's the reality of being a creative artist every day um, is that you are accountable to yourself, right? And you have to like get to work at your guitar or whatever. So how, how are you finding that to be working for you or not? Or how's that going? Yeah, every day is a different experience. Like I have to be really present with myself. I have to be really diligent about waking up pretty early and like doing the things like doing my routine and sitting down and writing a little bit like writing morning pages in the morning and getting whatever like non-artistic work done right away some days it's like really hard like some days I'm like I don't want to touch my creative stuff and so I tend to on those days work on like my right hand technique on my guitar or you know things that need to be improved upon but don't take my like creative juice don't need my creative juices Um, and that's been helpful to figure that out that like I have other things that I can be working on you know even if it's like 10-15 minutes um that's that's been helpful I go into the studio on Monday next week. And so I've been working really actively on, on the music that I, the body of music that I'm going to be recording. And so I've been trying to play those songs every day. Um, and that's been great. Like to just have the opportunity to, to have the time. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it was a good choice. Yeah. Good for you. And what, what do you, what do people say? What's the response that you're getting? I'm curious. Like when you're like, yeah. I'm uh, pursuing music full time now, or or how are you, how's that going? Um, it's it's good. Like so far, the reactions have been like, "Wow, that's amazing!" Like, oh, that's good. Yeah, like most people are like, "That's awesome." Um, my sister, like, she's sort of like, oh, "What are you doing?" But you know, I'm able to. I've I've set myself up for success in in that. Like, I haven't cut ties with you know, people that I can, if I need money or if I need to like work, go and work, I can call somebody and be like, Hey, I'm available to do some work for you or whatever. Or, you know, I teaching lessons and you know, I'm, 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 I didn't just kind of like throw all caution to the wind and you know, which some people do that and it works. Um, but for me, that would make me insane if I like didn't know how I was going to pay my rent every month. Like that's, I need to, so Yeah, but mostly people are just like, that's awesome. Good for you. Um, So what do you think, what was the biggest thing that was holding you aside from the tactical, like aside from the, I guess I should say practical considerations, what do you think was the biggest thing that was holding you back 
before? I think it was mostly energy, like feeling like I used up all of my good creative energy doing my work. Um, and, and time, I mean, it was like, it was just some, some weeks I'd work 30 hours and then I'd have a little more time. But usually when I get home from work, I just like want to watch TV, you know, and like chill out and not do anything. Um, but really like there were weeks where I would be working, you know, 60, 70 hours a week. And, and it just, I just didn't feel like picking up my guitar or writing a song or writing in my morning pages or waking up early or doing any of the things that I knew were good for me, you know, and, and then I knew it would feed the creative being that I am. Yeah. And so how were you able to work through that? So like to have the energy to get excited and inspired to, you know, because it's kind of hard, like when we're down, we're down. And then it's not that you were too down, but like when we're down on energy, then it's hard to even feel inspired. So it's like, how were you able to work through that low energy? And Well, I was really blessed with a job that gave me a little bit of paid time off. So I was able to go on a retreat. I took myself to a cabin in the woods. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember you telling me that. And it was like, it was life changing, you know, it was really, I don't know. It, it just, I, I allowed myself to connect. I allowed myself to be vulnerable to the creative inspiration that I like was, had been seeking and, and like was having a, a little bit of trouble finding um, because I was so busy. And it was, it was an interesting, like, I don't know. I, I, I we did this big, conference thing and then I talked to my boss and I was like look I need I need to really like take some time off because that was like way too much and um and in that moment I realized what I needed to do was not like go sit on a beach or like go you know hiking in the mountains or whatever what I needed to do was like lock myself in a cabin for three days and play music and I did that and it was rad and and it gave me a lot of energy to to do that to like you know, start really bringing music into my life on a daily basis. The other element that really helped with that was I started taking guitar lessons again last year. So I started actually studying my craft again, um, which was great. It's been really, really inspiring. Who knows like if I'm getting any better or whatever, like that doesn't even matter. It's, it's about, you know, giving myself the room to, and like the, it's almost like telling myself I'm worth it by, by give, you know, allowing myself to learn about it and to get better and to practice. Um, so that's, that, those two things I think last year were really helpful. And, um, and then talking about it a lot, you know, like talking with my artist way friends and, and other people that I'd see and, you know, let, letting people know like, okay, I've in six months, I'm going to be, doing this thing and like continually reminding myself that like I'm doing it. It's not a joke. <laughs> it's like, it's going to happen. I, I found myself like telling the story of success. People would ask me like, Oh, what are you going to do next? And, and the answer was like, I'm going to pursue music. You know, like it was never like, Oh, I think I'm going to like play the, you know, it was like, I'm going to do this thing. And, and I, I kept us like having to assert myself and, and, and keep reminding myself that I'm worth it. And that, 
you know, no matter what happens, I can now say that I did, did this thing. I tried really hard not to let my self-doubt take over, you know, cause it's scary. It's, it's, and it's like, as an artist, we're, we're vulnerable and we're, not only are we vulnerable as, as like creative beings, but we're like putting that vulnerability out and in the front and sharing it and, and banking on it being something that people are going to be interested in. Like, (laughs) you know, like we're opening our hearts and hoping that people like our hearts and, and that's, that can be really scary, you know? Um, And also super rewarding and, and like, I wouldn't trade this job in for anybody, you know, this, this is the job I want is to open my heart up. When we come back, Bridget shares her secrets of how she used language to leave her job and work in music full time. And she'll lead us in an initiation exercise. In the meantime, you're listening to a song Bridget wrote and recorded called Jill. Anything I want. I have something you were never taught. You know you want me, I can make it work for you. Take a challenge, turn it on. If you love listening to the Performers and Creators Lab podcast, then you should subscribe on your iTunes app. Subscribing is free, and you do it simply by the click of a button. And it means that new episodes show up in your playlist, and you never miss one. Also, while you're there, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. And hey, listen to this. If you leave a review, good or bad, you'll automatically get entered to win an autographed copy of my book, The Creative Formula. That's right. I'm going to write a little message in there and take it to the post office for you and everything. So every week after our February 14th launch, I'm going to be picking one reviewer's name out of a hat and declaring a winner. So leave me a review and it could be you receiving that book. Listening to the Performers and Creators Lab podcast with me, Holly Shaw. Call and leave a comment at 415-870-7064. Again, that's 415-870-7064. Or you can find out more about us on the web at performersandcreatorslab.com. And I love how you, you know, you kept telling the story of success. You kept telling people what you were doing. And in that way, it seems like you sort of were able to work yourself in alignment with it. It's like mm-hmm. the more you said it, the more you kind of 
felt like it, what it was like to say that and sort of imagined it. Like you said, you kept telling the story of success. For someone out there who's wanting to do the same thing, what kinds of things do you recommend that they consider? Like, did you have any, do you have any like hacks or little things that you sort of figured out in the process? Um, one thing I, I think is good is to figure out what you love, like what you really love. And there's ways to do that, you know, through like journaling every day and kind of like digging into what, like what's juicy for you and what makes you feel really passionate and inspired and able to work on it every day. Cause like, if you leave your job for something that you're like, eh, not that interested in, or like, you know, like it's not gonna, that's not gonna work, but um, really, really finding your, your passion and, and what makes you feel like the most authentic version of yourself, I think is super important. Um, the other thing is like reaching out and like building community and networking and letting people know that you're available for the kind of work that you're doing and that you are actively doing the kind of work that you're doing. I think that's also really important. Um, I have struggled with over the, over the years, like really putting myself out there as a singer songwriter. Um, I spent a lot of time singing music from cultures that were not mine. I sang Balkan music for many years and, and performed and have done a lot of that. And I'm still doing that. And that actually is turning out to be a nice little um, side income for me. I'm directing a choir and acting in a play and doing all these things that have to do with that. Um, but I think it's really important to be, you know, continually actively putting yourself out there as whatever you are, like whatever you really want to be pursuing. And so I've been pushing myself to name myself as a singer songwriter and like put myself out there as a singer songwriter. And it's hard because it's scary, you know, it's very vulnerable. But um, the more I do it, the more I get positive feedback and people are interested in what I'm doing and supportive of what I'm doing. Um, Great. And so when you're doing that, um, walk us through this because I think a lot of people are like, oh yeah, that sounds easy. But then when I open my mouth, it's like weird things come out like, oh yeah, I'm kind of writing songs. And then nobody really takes you seriously. I think it would be benefit everyone to know like, what, what do you say? Like how, can you give us an example? Um, yeah, well, I wouldn't, so there's a few, there's a couple things that come to mind. Like one is when I'm describing myself, I actually kind of have a weird feeling about the term singer songwriter. Like there's, there's kind of this like funny thing about it that people like I've gotten over the years from people that I know, like this feedback about the term singer songwriter. And like, they're like, I would never sit down and listen to a singer songwriter's album. Like how boring. And so I've carried those voices with me along the way. Like I've carried that, that sort of like, it's not like a high enough form of art and it's not, you know, like all these kinds of like uh, weird, like demons and, and gremlins, you know, that, um, that have stopped me. And so I, I tend to say, well, I'm a vocalist. Like that feels a little more empowering. I say I'm a guitar player and I say I write songs, you know, like I, I change my language and the way I describe myself to feel that more empowered, those more empowered words that, that feel better to me. And that, that, um, you know, not that there's anything wrong with singer songwriters or anything, but you know, for me, 
as a, as a, as an artist, I feel like I need to find the, the ways of describing myself that, that really, that I'm able to really stand behind. Um, and then the other thing is social media. Like it's crazy. Like if you freaking post a video on Instagram, it feels so good when people like see it like and, and recognize it and even just like it, you know, it's like, there's something about that. And I've only done it like, you know, a handful of times, put videos up there, but the few times that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make myself do it more just because, um, if I'm going to be asking people to listen to my music, I need to share my music with them. You know, I can't just expect people to hear it or to understand what I do without sharing it. You know, I have a friend who told me to share my gifts you know, she said, like, share your gifts. If you want to be, you know, an artist, just share your gifts. And that was like, so important to hear. Um, because otherwise, you know, they're not like, we just hold them to ourselves and then nobody will be able to, um, benefit from them or, or learn from them or feel inspired by them. You know, like we can work together. Yeah. I've always loved that language too. Like, think about your work as, as something that you share as opposed to like you're enforcing it on someone or you're right. making them have, be a captive audience to it. You know, no, people can like, if they don't resonate, they can look away. But, but when you think about sharing it, it's like, it's a gift. It's, they're receiving it. It's, it's, it's helpful. It's, it puts everything in a different dynamic, I think. Right. I totally. Um, so what are your goals over the next three to six months. I'm curious, like, do you have sort of benchmarks for yourself, things you want to accomplish? Definitely. Um, first and foremost is to do my album. So again, I, I go into the studio on Monday, have four days in the studio and then it's like post-production and I will and then I'm doing a lot of other recording. And so, um, that's going to be taking up a lot of my creative energy over the next three, six months. Um, I'll start my promo probably in June and then the official release will probably be in August. And, um, and I'm hoping to do a tour, um, uh, you know, of just me, which is weird. It's like the first time I would ever, I've ever done this. So it's kind of like, Oh my God, can I do this? Um, so I'm hoping to tour in September, um, like maybe 10 dates somewhere. Um, and it's like, it doesn't even matter. I don't know. Yes. I'm going to do that. (laughs) Um, and then after the album, I'm really hoping I can start writing again because usually when I get in this album part, I'm not writing as much. And um, you're producing. I'm producing. On the yeah. Polishing, basically, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, I'm excited to start writing again now that I've, you know, I've been working on my guitar skills and, and working on my theoretical understanding of music and. So I'm, I'm hoping that, um, after the album's done that the like wave of songs that are building up will, will come and take over and then I'll have another album. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait yeah. to hear the new songs too. And this new album that you're working on. So would it be cool? I think it'd be kind of neat and helpful. Could we like check in with you as a, as the performers and creators lab podcast community? Like, I would love to have you back. Um, you know, at least in three or six months to see how the album's going. See. Totally. Yeah. I would love that. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Can I, can I have one request since I used to be your coach? Can I, <laughs> <Yes>. Please. <laughs> can I give you an assignment? 
<laughs> yes, I will take an assignment. I would love to see you um, make some kind of commitment since you enjoy it and you think it's good for your creativity, your um, promotion, all that stuff. Some kind of commitment, whatever feels right to you for putting your work out, posting videos. Yes. And so what would that look like, Bridget? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I could do like three a week. Wow, that's a lot if you're not yeah. doing it already. Right. I mean, I, I am like practicing a lot and, you know, I'll have a, a good amount of stuff to put out next week because I'm going to be in the studio and, you know. Um, yeah, well, maybe that's, that's a, that might be a little much, but, <laughs> but maybe not. I mean, I can aim for between two and three a week. <laughs> there you go. Between two and three a week. So you're going to commit to doing... Yes. I'm, I'm committing. Okay. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so committing cool. to two to three videos a week between now and June. Yeah. Or, or, you know, six months from now. That's about Probably. Probably. So, so Bridget, um, so every episode I do initiation exercise, which is where I give people um, an exercise to help them become more potent, more powerful creatively. I would love it if you wanted to take over. Do you want to do that? Yeah, totally. Sounds great. Awesome. Okay. Initiation exercise. This one is called Your New Powerful Job Title with Bridget Boyle. Okay, so um, I want you to take a minute and sink into your creative self and think about what um, your most powerful uh, word is for how to describe yourself as an artist. Um, think about words that make you feel strong and that you could say out loud without having any hesitation or any question about the path and the, the journey that you're on toward becoming a full-time artist. Um, for me, I had to change the words to, I had to say I'm a vocalist. I'm a guitar player and I write songs and that feels really good to me. Um, so think about what words will, will make you feel the best and what words will make you feel empowered and write those down and then put them up on the wall so you can remind yourself every day. Job. Job is heavy. Mm. Power. Power is ground. Voice. Voice is the inner workings of soul. Tour. Mm. Tour is a lot of fun. And I can't wait to do it soon. <laughs> yeah. well, I wish you well, Bridget. That's Thank you, Holly. Many of 
the topics and ideas for these episodes come directly from your posts and your comments in the Performers and Creators Lab community Facebook group. So be sure to find us and join us there. You can share what you're working on. You can meet some of the guests on the show and get support from me and the other members of the group. Show ideas also come from my amazing team of creative think tankers, Melanie Myers, Erica Milligan, and Hannah Romanowski. And a big thank you to my producers, Q Fortier and executive producer, Robert Cholino and Voice America Network. And thank you for listening to the Performers and Creators Lab podcast. And be sure to subscribe so that you can look forward to a new episode every week. My name is Holly Shaw.